Hi guys, welcome back to a happy ambivert. Y'all, I, I intended to skip one week and that one week turned into two months and now here we are on the last day of 2022. Yeah, sorry about that. But we're back again. Here I am saying that I'll try my best to manage my time as if I haven't said that already, but this is gonna be one of my new year's resolutions. To waste less time on social media and make more podcast episodes. It surely has been a while, hey? How, how is everyone? I have a little bit of time, so I figured why not, you know, record a mini episode and catch up with you guys for a bit. Um, let's see, I passed all of my midterms. Four more finals to go starting next week, but I'll, I'll manage. I'm actually doing pretty well in school. My favorite class right now is business law. I've always wanted to become a lawyer, but I burst in tears every time I had an argument with someone, so I gave up that dream pretty quickly. Um, but I was in a debate competition on Thursday, and my team won, and I won. This is really funny, but I was the best oralist, basically the best debater, but the word oralist is so funny to me. But yeah, that competition was super fun, stressful as fuck because I stayed up until 4.30 to prepare my brief the day of the competition. Keep in mind that we had to be there at 7.30, but it was all worth it at the end and I think my law instructor really likes me. What else? Um, I got another remote job, so now I'm juggling school full-time, three jobs on the side, and a podcast. And I also want to do more TikTok and YouTube. Oh, um, we had the Spotify wrapped earlier this, not earlier this month, it was like a month and a half ago. Um, but it was kind of crazy knowing that my seven episode podcast was in the top 20% most shared globally. and was heard in 20 countries. Thank you to everyone who listens to the pod. I really appreciate you. This feels really weird talking into the mic again after a while. I'm actually recording this at 6.46 p.m. on December 31st, an hour before I have to get ready and leave my house because me and Zoe got a reservation for my first ever fine dining experience at 8.30. And we're going to a New York style bar after for a countdown party, which is kind of exciting. So yeah, I'm on a little bit of a time crunch at the moment, but are we even surprised? I just need a little bit of a push to help me get things done, you know what I mean? Did you notice that I changed our beloved fun and bright 008037 green? Our podcast graphic is actually going to be updated soon as I'm working with an artist and our cover art is also changed. I don't know, I like it. It's giving maturity. It's, it's giving a new beginning. I'm saying maturity as if I'm going to stop talking shit and stop calling people out. Don't worry, I, I'm still pretty petty. It's just the old green was just too, you know, in your face kind of green to me. The new 14703D green is more low-key. Yeah, and you just heard me rambling about the color green for like five minutes. Aren't you just glad that I'm back? But no, I'm actually super excited for season two. I'm gonna have exciting guest speakers on the pod, cool topics that you guys DM'd me wanting me to talk about, and hopefully more exciting life stories now that I'm about to turn 23. 20 fucking three, y'all. My relatives collectively think that I'm at this ripe age to get married. 
Like my mom got married when she was like 22. So like my age right now. And I know we're from different generations, but I don't know how she does it or did it. And I know many people that got married and gave birth to human beings around this age as well. Like, okay, good for you. I hope that you found your soulmates and found the joy of being a mom. But me at 22, barely knowing anything about life, even though I feel like I've had decent amount of experience, I'd say more than most at my age, yet still, the settling down and get married part is a bizarre idea to me. I figure this episode is a chance for me to wrap up 2022, to reflect and to tell you guys three things that I've learned this year that I wished I knew earlier, or I wish I could tell my younger self. So yeah, let's start with number one is that everyone has their own path. This sort of goes along with the marriage thing that I said earlier. Maybe your path in life right now is finding your perfect match at a young age and settling down. Maybe your path is, I don't know, taking a gap year when everyone else is going to university or college or whatever it is. Everyone has a unique path in life and you don't have to feel bad about the route that you're taking. Me, I went to college for three years after high school and then after college, I worked for a little bit and then moved back home to do another degree at a university in Vietnam. I used to have this thought that people looked down on me for entering university at a time when people around my age already started to graduate and started finding jobs. And I used to think that people would look at me and be like, oh, this bitch wasted years on a degree that she can't even use and that's why she's back in school again. Or honestly, maybe they still think like that. And maybe, yeah, I'm not currently using my college degree right now, but I was able to go to school for something that I really enjoy doing which is a privilege. And for those of you who don't know me, I have two degrees in screenwriting, aka the top tier, literally top tiered, most useless degree an Asian person can have. Not gonna lie, I used to regret doing college. Like I always love studying. I love getting to know in depth of things that I like doing, like writing and marketing. But sometimes I'm like, why the fuck are you still in school at 22? Because society makes you think that you have to be done with school at a certain age and you have to do this and you have to do that and you have to follow this and that. Basically, try to fit everyone into a mold and if you're working outside of that mold, you're fucking weird. But without my college years, I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't have made amazing friends for life. I wouldn't have had the experience that I've had the self-awareness, the self-confidence that I built over the years to today. And 2022 really made me realize that who cares what society thinks? Who cares what other people think? If everyone has the same path, following exactly what others do and want you to do or want you to be, life would be fucking boring. And so this is my path in life and I'm just here enjoying the ride. And that brings me to my second point fuck what everyone thinks. Obviously, if you're like me and you live in a conservative, traditional Asian household, it's a lot easier said than done. If you talk back, simply just speak up your mind. It's considered rude, impolite, and bad-mannered. But I'm at this point where 
I don't really give a fuck anymore because they already think that I'm this rebellious child, this black sheep in the fam, simply because I like to do things my way. I don't take people's shit. And most importantly, guys, most importantly, I have tattoos. To tell you the truth, I, I couldn't care less about my relatives. This is only relevant for my father's side of the family. I read on Twitter once that in every family, the dad's side of the family is always the weird slash dramatic one. I couldn't agree more. Not me talking shit about my relatives online, but you know, sometimes it is what it is. I have a civil relationship with the majority of them, but there's this one particular person that I swear to you, I don't know why, but she hates me. She has beef with me and genuinely hates me. The moment she knew about my tattoos, I was on her list. When I got into university here, Banking Academy to be specific, she was stoked because she thought I do accounting or I don't know, banking related stuff, following my father's footsteps. But the moment she found out that I'm in marketing, she literally was on the phone with my mom and was like, oh, I don't like what she's doing. I don't agree to this. And my mom, she put the phone on speaker and I was like, okay, does it matter to you? Like we don't even talk to each other. And then later on, I found out from my other relatives that she had asked one of her grandchildren to stalk me on social media and to report everything back to her. And let me tell you this, I, I live in the northern part of Vietnam. She lives in the south and her fucking grandchild lives in Australia. Make it make sense. Like the fact that she goes out of her way, try to interfere with my life is so funny. And I don't even talk to her grandchildren. Like I don't even think we've met. And what's funnier is that, okay, in Vietnam, we have an app called Zalo. It's basically Facebook and WhatsApp's love child. And somehow my name popped up in her feed one day and she added me on Zalo. I saw that notification. I laughed. I showed my mom the notification. We laughed and then I declined her request. An hour later, she called my mom and was like, why hasn't she accepted my request? I tried calling her, but I couldn't. And my mom and I died from laughing. After she bombarded my mom with questions, she proceeded to talk about her grandchildren finishing their master degrees and how they hate working in Vietnam and how people in Vietnam's work ethic sucks and how they want to be back in Australia. I don't know. And then when my dad posted my law debate competition on the family group chat, she commented and was like, wow, can Congrats on doing great work. Keep going on this path. Congrats to Fung's parents. Okay, thank you, I guess. My dad's side of the family is so interesting. I'll, I'll have to do an episode or two about them because they're the kind of family that has so many unresolved issues within the family and every single one of them is trying so hard to control things that they can control and to hold on to things that they cannot hold on to just to uphold an image that they have. Because from the outside looking in, they're truly the perfect family. And they take great pride in that. This actually is a great idea for a TV show. Just saying. Okay, last but not least, because I'm actually running late, stand up for yourself. Again, 
easier said than done. But with practice and with a mindset of I don't give a fuck, you too can stand up for yourself. This particularly convenient when it comes to boys because some just can't take a fucking hint. Do you remember guy who got arrested? Yeah, if you're new, I introduced him in the earlier episodes. He's my neighbor who got arrested and he's weird. Yeah, so I was with my mom one day and we were waiting for the elevator to go down the supermarket. And I saw this man on the other end of the hallway where there are four working elevators on that side walking all the way to our side of the hallway. And he was just there standing and waiting with us. He started to make small talk with my mom. And when we were inside the elevator, he didn't even push the button. He was just there looking at me. My mom was like, oh, are you going for an afternoon walk? And he goes, no, I was just actually here wanting to see if your daughter's pretty. And my mom was laughing uncomfortably at the audacity of this boy. So surely I looked up from my phone and started staring at him because it, it wasn't funny. It was just fucking weird. And he was like, what's your daughter's name to my mom? And then he turned to me and goes, what's your name? And I was like, what's yours? And he said his name and I was like, okay. And then he kept waiting for an answer out of me. And then the elevator door eventually opened and I looked to the door and looked back at him and he laughed and he said, okay, and then left. My mom was stressing. She was like, don't mess with him. What if you pissed him off and he does something to you like how he got arrested for gluing some neighbor's keyhole because they were being loud. And I was like, so then we would know that's him. I hate having to put up with men shit. Like, like same with going out in public. I was wearing a mini skirt and men be looking, like they'd be staring. Literally uncles in their 50s were looking at me up and down and I was here like, can I help you with something? Like it's exhausting for girls to behave and fucking have to put up with men's shit because of fear. Like you have to show them that you're not someone that they can fuck with or toy with. Although I understand some men's egos are fucking high, like through the roof, and they're not comfortable or used to being called out by any, especially women. But seeing the look on their faces when you challenge them and go against what they think you should be is actually pure entertainment to me, and that's why I love doing it. Okay, I actually have to go. It's 7.04. And I heard the road is insane today, so I'll talk to you super soon, I promise. I promise this time. I'll see you in a bit. Happy New Year's, guys. <laughs>